What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Baddie Bible. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. It is 2023. It is a new year. It is a new us, and we are going into it strong. And we're going to start off with talking about the worst people you do not want to encounter when you are in the dating world known as narcissists. But before we get into things, I wanted to thank you guys for sticking with me for the past two years. I started this podcast in 2021 when I was at a very low point in my life. I had just gotten out of a relationship and I wanted to make sure some girls never felt the way that I had felt at that time. And now it has grown into this beautiful thing where I have thousands of listeners and As much as I help you guys, you guys help me, and I don't know where I would be right now without all of you. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I can't wait to start this new year and have tons of new episodes for you guys to listen to, and I really hope you enjoy this one and can take something out of it. So without further ado, let's get straight into things. All right, you guys, let's hop straight into things. So first of all, by the title of this episode, I know what you're all thinking. Am I dating a narcissist? What what does that mean? First of all, I'm not dating a narcissist. This title is just to attract you guys and ask yourself the question if you are dating someone right now. Am I dating a narcissist or did you date a narcissist? Because I dated a narcissist like a year ago and I didn't even know I was dating a narcissist. So we're going to get into that. But first of all, I wanted to explain what narcissism is. Okay, so narcissism there's this thing called the narcissistic personality disorder which is an actual mental health condition in which people have a unreasonably high sense of their own importance and they seek much attention and want people to admire them and people with this disorder they lack the ability to understand or care about the feelings of others now this is a actual mental health condition that can require medical treatment and can be solved And you, people should see a doctor if, you know, you struggle with work in personal relationships or if you feel overwhelmed with sadness and seek attention from other liable things. So that is what I'm just reading off a medical website, what that says. So that is a personality disorder, the narcissistic personality disorder and NPD. But um, besides that, There are people who just have the character traits of just being a straight-up narcissist, and they aren't medicated, and they aren't diagnosed with it. So we're going to talk about that kind of um, narcissist. So in the dating world, here are some just little characteristics of what a narcissist is. They have an inflated ego, a lack of empathy, a need for attention, very few boundaries, and repressed insecurities. Now, here's why being involved with a narcissistic person is extremely dangerous for your well-being and your mental health. I know tons of women who come to me and talk to me about, I can't get out of this toxic relationship. I am so attached to him. I don't understand because, you know, sometimes he's like the sweetest guy ever. And then other times, it's like I have no clue who I'm dating. I hear this literally on the daily. I can't tell you guys enough how many of y'all are in toxic relationships. I I literally don't know, but toxic relationships are not healthy at all and you should not be in them. I will never, ever come on here on this podcast and glorify a toxic relationship whatsoever. That is not me. That is not something I stand for. And 
being in a relationship with a narcissist is extremely dangerous and can become abusive and you do not want it to come to that point. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about that and we're just going to be real. And, you know, I've been in a relationship with a narcissist before and it was the absolute worst thing for my mental health. So we're going to explain, the first thing we're going to go over is how do I even spot a narcissist? How do I... How do I operate that? You know, if I'm just getting to know someone and we're going out, how do I know if they're a narcissist? And here's the thing. Your judgment is not always going to be correct. You're always not going to know for sure. But the first thing I would look at is if you know this person and you know maybe their background, you can usually tell if they're a narcissist pretty easily by their background. You know, maybe you know a few people they have dated or even she I know this this podcast is for women, but if there's some men listening to this, women can totally be narcissists too. And I've seen it happen God knows how many times. So that's one thing to look for and look at their background. If their background looks like they've been insecure in every relationship, they keep saying the same thing, which is, oh, this ex cheated on me. I've always been cheated on, you know, like in every relationship. First of all, that is the biggest red flag. All right, let me tell you a story. I got to come up with a name for this this man. We're going to call him Bunny Boy for reasons that you guys do not need to know. So Bunny Boy and I, when we first got into our relationship, he would say the same thing every single time. When we talked about his past relationships, you know, when we were a few weeks in, he was like, I've always been cheated on. I've been cheated on by three girls, every girl I've ever dated, every girl I've ever liked, gave my heart to. They all cheated on me. And I, I'm sitting there, I feel bad for him. I'm like, dang, like that that really sucks. I'm sorry about that. And <laughs> let's fast forward about two months later. We're talking because he was about to leave to go somewhere for a very long time. And we were having a conversation and he just randomly blurts out, that if I ever cheated on him, he would forgive me. He just randomly says that. And I'm not a cheater. So I'm just in there and I'm like, okay. Like, I don't, I'm not really sure why you said that. But gotcha. Cool. Okay. <sighs> Fast forward. Six months into our relationship. I got cheated on. And it did cause us to break up. And he cheated on me. And I, I found out. And he cried and did, did the whole the whole nine yards of, you know, the classic run through of the apologizing and then me trying to stay, but it not really working. It's, it didn't work out at all. And I went through the whole trial run. So I, <laughs> I understand. I understand. I feel for the women who are in this kind of situation with the, the toxic guy. But looking back on it now, I realize how big of a red flag that was. You know, just randomly saying you'd forgive me if I cheat on you, but I, I, we weren't even talking about anything to do with the relationships. Like, he randomly blurted that out when I was driving one day. And then also just telling me about how many times he's been cheated on and all this stuff. And then I, I look at his phone and he's texting another girl. And it's like, wow. All right. All right, cool. So if I could go back in time to myself, I would laugh in my face and go, how did you not see that? It is the most obvious thing ever. So... Just being self-aware of what that person is saying to you can be very crucial and important for making further connections of who this person is. Because 
the hard part about dating these days is you get into something, you've been going out, you really, really like a guy. You really like him and you've been going out for maybe, let's say, like a month and everything's going really smooth. But then you find out about their past or they start to show their real colors and you find out they were love bombing you the entire time. And that that the person you thought you knew isn't the same person that you fell in love with. And I think that is the hardest thing for a lot of people to accept in today's dating world. All right, you guys, so I'm taking a little break in this episode to talk to you guys about a brand that I currently have a partnership with, and it would mean the world to me if you just listened to this little bit of information that I'm about to share with you. So it's a new year. A great way to start the new year is listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about making your own podcast? Spotify has a free platform called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to create, distribute, monetize your show. And it's very easy to get started. It's completely free. I currently am using Anchor and I am partnered with them and I absolutely love it. It's a great way to make money on the side if you want to do something with social media. It works and it's amazing and I highly, highly recommend it. Anchor also distributes your podcast on multiple other platforms so it's super easy to use and get everything distributed right where you want it. So thank you guys for listening and I hope that you can consider it. The link to Anchor is in my bio. All right, so now that I've explained some of the red flags to kind of look out for when you're, you know, exploring a new guy or girl and you can kind of see those little red flags peeking out, Let's get to the part where you end up in a relationship with a narcissist and how it can escalate to being something that is absolutely horrible, okay? So when you first get into a relationship, let's say that, you know, you're with a guy or girl and you've been going out for a while. Let's say you're at that three-month mark. Now, here's why the three-month mark is so crucial. I've talked about this many times, but I'll talk about it again. The three-month mark is when the honeymoon stage is over. You know who each other are now, and you're finally starting to kind of get into arguments and to kind of debate on stuff, and you're also at this point where this is where a lot of couples break up is the three to five month mark because that's when people really start questioning, is this person good for my life? Do they fit my ideals? Do they treat me good? That's when all the questions start to come in, and that is why majority, I'd probably say like 70% of relationships end up breaking up in the three to five month mark. And during this three to five month mark, you know, it's, it's hard. There's a lot of judgment going on and you're trying to, you know, debate on if you want to be with this person or not. Sure, you could say like, yeah, it was fun with them, but they are a narcissist or they do this and that I don't like and they do that and we just don't really fit well together. But a lot of times the women I've talked to get caught in this three to five month mark and that's about when they start DMing my Instagram account and they start saying, you know, they they type these long essays, hey Maddie, I've been with this guy for three months now and, you know, he was such a sweetheart in the beginning but now he treats me like I'm literally dog crap on the bottom of his shoe. I don't understand. Where did I go wrong? He was so into me and now, you know, I get like five texts a day. He never wants to hang out. He doesn't take me out on dates anymore. I rarely get compliments. I don't know what to do. Here's my advice. Whatever he can't do, another man can always do better. Same thing for women. Whatever she can't do, another woman can do better. At the end of the day, why would you want to be with someone who doesn't respect you? 
Because if someone is giving you that level of disrespect and they're not treating you the way that you clearly want to be treated and you've made that clear, why are you still with someone like that? And, you know, the, the common answer I get is, oh, well, I love him or I love her. But the thing is, is that in relationships, love is not, not, it can't keep two people together, no matter what. You can have love, but if there's no respect there, you're not going anywhere. If there's no respect, if there's no loyalty, you know, like there's that one twenty one Savage song where he's like, I'd rather have loyalty than love because love really don't mean jack. <laughs> See, love is just a feeling you can love somebody and still stab them in their back. And that speaks louder than anything in this room right now. It doesn't matter how much you love someone or how much someone loves you. If you're not being respected, if you're not getting any loyalty from this person, do not be with them. Leave right now. I'm telling you, leave right now when you can. Because, you know, what happens is as you start to get older, I see these women that get knocked up in these relationships or get caught in an engagement with a complete narcissist. And then they end up getting divorced by the time they're like 30. That, that's a problem. You should leave. If, I, if I'm getting disrespected, I leave. I don't let someone, you can't keep letting someone disrespect you on a constant level and just expect them one day to wake up and start treating you the way you want to be treated. If you want to be treated a certain way, go find someone who does that for you. Don't just keep getting more and more disrespected because if you think one day they're just going to wake up and change and just say, you know what, I've been so rude to her. Let me let me respect her again and let me treat her right again. You are absolutely wrong. In fact, you, you're so far off the charts, I can't even see you right now wrong. If you want someone to respect you, the best thing to do is leave. The women that I honor the most are the women who have exes that don't come back to them. And I'll tell you the reason why. If an ex is repeatedly coming back to you, they think they can repeatedly play you. They think they have control and power over you. Now, if... You're a woman where your exes are not, they are blocked and they are never coming back, none of them. I respect you because they know that you respect yourself so much that even if they did hit you up again, you wouldn't even respond. You're, you're a one and done type girl. You lose me once, you don't lose me twice. You don't lose me three times or four or five. You lose me one time and that's it. And that is something I respect that a lot of people in today's world a lot of girls I'm not even going to refer to them as women a lot of girls are too blind to to see what is really happening and it's I don't even blame you because you know we've all had that moment as a young girl where you know what you have you think is love but it's just it's not it's not love at all encountering a narcissist is one thing being in a relationship with a narcissist is another thing but you know what's like another, another thing? Trying to get out of a relationship with a narcissist. Why? Because they're all psychopaths. And, you know, they want you so bad. And I guarantee you, this is what's going to happen. So let's say you're dating someone right now and you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, wow, she's right about everything. I really do need to break up with this guy. Well, how do I do it? If you're at that question, how do you do it? The breakup is just the beginning. Here's how you're going to do it. 
This is the only way that you can do it safely. And I'm telling you this for literal safety reasons because these kind of men or women that you're with who is a narcissist, narcissists are crazy. They will do anything for attention. They are extremely insecure with themselves and they don't consider other people's feelings or other people's lives when they're making any kind of decision whatsoever. So when you try to break up with someone, let's say I'm a girl trying to break up with a guy and he's not treating me right. He's a complete gaslighting narcissist. Anytime I argue with him, he switches it on me and somehow I'm the one who messed up. And let's just say that, you know, he's really just not doing my mental health any good and I don't want to be with him anymore. How do I get out of it? My best advice, if you're going to break up with somebody in person and it is a narcissist and it's not a safe person for you to be around, please bring somebody else. Please, I'm begging you. Have your friend sit in the car for all I care. But if that's not the case and you don't want to break up with that person in real life, which is totally understandable and I support that, text them or call them. And the best way to put it is to not go into too much detail like you did this wrong, you did that wrong. Because when I'm telling someone what they did wrong, their immediate response is I'll fix it. I'll do whatever I want. And this is the reason why people get caught in toxic relationships. Because the girl lets him disrespect her as many times as he wants. So she'll threaten the breakup and she'll call him and she'll try to do it. But the second she starts going into you did this wrong that pissed me off, you upset me with this... You made me cry with this. You did this. You did that. Their immediate response is, okay, so here's what we'll do. We'll stay together and I'll fix this, this, that, and that. And it'll take some time, but I'll fix it because I love you. And the second the woman hears those words, oh my God, he's going to fix it. Okay, I- I'm staying now. I'm-, I'm back. I'm staying. I'm not going anywhere. And then you know what happens? About a month later, you know, he's he's done like maybe like one or two of the things that you asked, but not even bare close to none of, to all of them. And it's like, then you're, you're literally right back at square one. And that is why you don't let someone disrespect you more than one time. You end it the first time. You don't wait till the second time they do it or the third time or the fourth time or the fifth time. Because by the end of all of it, you will look back on it and you will literally look at yourself and you'll go, why did I do that to myself? And you're just putting yourself through a lot of mental damage and like torture that you literally don't need to be in because you're already mentally not okay from being with a narcissist for however long you were with them for. So when you're trying to get out of a relationship with someone who is a narcissist, when you break up with them, don't state every reason why you're breaking up with them. You don't even have to if you don't want to. All you have to say is, hey, I'm breaking up with you because this is not working out. You're not the person for me. I want to be single right now. Don't even make up a lie and say, I'm working on myself or I'm doing that. Don't make up a lie like that. Just say, you're not the person for me. And being with you, I, I don't feel like the best of my ability that I can be right now. So because of that, we need to break up. And that is my decision. And I'm not changing my decision. So please don't don't text me. Don't beg for me. Please do not pull up to my house. Do not do any of that stuff. This is just what what I want right now, and I'd really appreciate it if you respected that decision that I'm making. That is exactly what I'd say. I'd keep it short. I'd keep it sweet. I would not go into, you did this wrong. You hurt me with this. You pissed me off with this. No matter how mad you are at that person, do not go into that. It is not a good idea, and they will switch it up right back on you. Dealing with these 
kind of people in life can be extremely scary. If they're a narcissist or not. Some people are just crazy. Some people are gaslighters. Some people are just straight up toxic. And dealing with those kind of people is literally dangerous because that is how abusive relationships start. I'm going to tell a little story. I'm sure a lot of you guys have probably heard of this story because it was on the news everywhere. But, you know, there's this uh, 23-year-old woman. She's dating like a 25-year-old guy. Everything's going great. Um, and this guy gets murdered by the girl. The girl ends up killing him. And what ends up happening is the police were literally called to their apartment probably a span of four times in the past year. All about she's calling the police, telling them that, you know, he was abusing her and he hit her and he did this, but she was still staying with him. And then, like, neighbors calling the cops. Tons of different situations that happened. Eventually, she ends up stabbing him to death in, in his own home with her. And, um, you know, what I take from that is... They had been in this ongoing toxic relationship for the past, like, what was it? I think, like, seven years they had been together. Guys, when you're in these kind of situations, they're extremely hard to get out of, so don't let it get to that point. End it while, you know, you're probably going to be miserable and it's going to suck for a little bit of time, but just know that you just saved yourself a lot of pain and a lot of toxic things that could possibly happen. I know there was also a situation with... um. A guy and a girl from, oh my gosh, what was their names? It's like, it's a very popular case, but Gabby, Gabby Petito was murdered by her um, fiancé, and they were in an extremely toxic and abusive relationship she was in before she got um, strangled to death by him. So, And then that was an ongoing police chase for, I think, about three weeks until they found him and he was dead also. So the point that I'm trying to get across here is glorifying toxic relationships is not funny. I see it on TikTok all the time. People are like, oh, I ran back to my toxic ex again because it's just so funny and quirky. But at the end of the day, it's not funny. Toxic relationships can cause a lot of pain. They can cause a lot of mental problems with either if you're on the receiving end or if you're the one doing it. It's like toxic relationships are not fun. They should not be glorified. I will never sit here and glorify them, ever. And I know a lot of girls do, and they're like, well, it's fun. You know, the toxic is fun. But I'm telling you, when you're in an actual toxic relationship, it is not fun whatsoever. And I promise you that, and I stand by that. And I care about all of you so much to the point where it's, like, crazy. And I would never, ever, ever want to give you guys advice with the platform I have that would put you in any sort of dangerous situation. So I'm telling you now that if you spot the red flags in someone, and this can even be in a friendship. There are narcissists who can have really messed up friendships with people as well. If you're spotting a lot of red flags and this person's not making you mentally feel great about yourself or they're just making you cry all the time and you, you just, you know, you're not yourself when you're around them, and you're kind of scared of what to say about them, and you feel like you're walking on thin ice all the time because you're not sure what they're going to say or what they're going to do, you need to get out of that immediately. And please go to a trusted family member or a trusted friend, and please talk to them about it before you make any rational decisions about how you're going to end things with them or how you're going to get out of it safely.
because these situations can turn abusive fairly, fairly quickly, especially with dealing with people like that is very, is just in general, it's very scary. And I also want you to know that if you are in this situation right now, you are absolutely not alone. I have been in one pretty narcissistic relationship before with a guy who was just a complete narcissist and it was horrible experience that I had. And it was extremely hard to get out of, but my mom helped me and eventually I ended up getting out of it. But point of the story is that, you know, sure, everything is like if in life is going to be hard. And if you're going into this new year with a guy and you're quote unquote not sure, that's the thing I get from women a lot, not sure. If you're questioning yourself, if you're wondering, is he treating me right? He is absolutely not treating you right. If you're asking yourself that or if you're asking, you know, like, is this what a relationship's supposed to be like? Is this how I'm supposed to feel? This is absolutely not how you're supposed to feel. And I can tell you that right now. So I'm asking all of you going into this new year, if you're asking yourself the question, am I dating a narcissist? Or even if it's not even a narcissist, if it's just a bad guy or girl to be with in general, and you're asking yourself, am I supposed to be getting treated this way? I wonder if I could get treated better. Please get out of it while you can and while it's the new year. (laughs) New year, new me is constantly what I hear from about everyone. And I, I would like to see people act on that a little bit more. But I want you guys to know that I love you all so much. And I really hope this episode helped you and could bring you a little bit of clarity on whatever situation you're going through in your life right now. And... I want to let you guys know that as much as I love you, Jesus loves you as well. And he can help you get through absolutely anything. And sure, there are bad people in this world, but you just, you have to push on and you have to learn how to live your life without any regrets and become the best version of yourself that you can be. So I really hope that you guys have a great 2023. I'm excited to get into many more episodes now that I've been posting again and a lot more active. If you guys need anything My Instagram handle is linked in this podcast. It is, I think it's like the the Baddie Bible. I think it's just what it's called, I think. The Baddie Bible podcast, yeah. The Baddie Bible podcast is the Instagram handle. I also have linked, I do stream on Anchor by Spotify. So once again, you guys should really go check that out, especially if you want to make a podcast, if you want to listen to podcasts, anything really to do with any of that, please go check out Anchor. It is an amazing platform and I promise you, you will not regret it whatsoever. It definitely changed my life. So I hope you guys have the most amazing 2023. Be sure to make some New Year's resolutions and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Bye-bye.